Previously on The Forge. The wall then crumbles, and the rest of the church goes down with it, including Mathis. And this creature. It falls with the church. You see it trying to scramble upward, and it it doesn't have the strength. And it falls with the church. My soul, even once you kill me, will live on. She squeezes your hand, and then her hand falls, and she lets you do what you will. I put my hand around the wire, and I pull it. Lieutenant Lehman stands behind you and helps as well, and with this second tug, the two of you pull out the wire. Laika looks at you, and she says, thank you. And slowly, she turns to Ash. And then you see Mathis and some other cleric. You don't, I mean, you don't know who it is because he's just wearing these cleric robes with the plague doctor's mask and everything. Um, And you see that they are arguing. Take it. I've seen what happens. It isn't safe in Grand Cathedral. No one is. It isn't safe down here. What were you thinking? Taking it out of the vault. You don't understand. You don't know what I saw. I'm ordering you to take it and leave. And you see that the room is chaos beyond just their arguing. Um, Stones in the floor, stones in the walls are getting a little loose. It seems like the stone in the ceiling is uh, starting to crack as well under these tremors that are becoming increasingly violent. It looks like Cardinal Mathis is forcing a small vial onto this cleric. Humility, you, you look around and you can look out these windows now. It feels like you just got hit by a carriage. Your heart almost stops as you see what, what stands behind that window. An enormous machination, inert, with some kind of contraption attached to its back. But what Virgil sees is even more terrifying. In the center of the room beyond that window is a black undulating mass contained within this ethereal barrier. And beyond that, cracks begin to form in the wall. you see these cracks in the wall on the opposite side of this ethereal cylinder as some kind of other black tendril begins to push through the wall. Water also begins to start dripping through these cracks. Looking out the window, you see that there is a doorway that um, leads to a set of staircase, a set of spiral stairs that spirals around this circular room, getting down to the base of this cylindrical mass or this cylindrical ethereal barrier caging this mass what do you guys do i mean if someone wants to use ice to uh freeze that water that's coming through and maybe keep that wall intact sounds like i'm your girl what are you guys gonna do with mathis we should take him back up i mean we could just ignore him i don't know he is currently bound sylvie had bound him with um 
ice around his mangled wrists. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, well, I mean, is this something that we can, like, fight right now, or do we need to, like, go and warn people that something's about to happen? Um, you don't know. If I remember correctly, it took you guys, like, 20 minutes to walk down that staircase. If I recall, yeah, it took you it a while, because you ended up deep beneath the earth. It was longer. It was longer? It was, like, an hour. Okay. I mean, we could just tie him up in that room with the golems in it and leave him there. Sure. Well, I thought you wanted him to testify, no? I mean, I guess we have bigger plans. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that we don't, like, take him up. I'm just saying that we deal with this first, and then we take him up. I think that sounds good. Uh, Who's putting him in there? Are you guys all three taking him into that room, or is somebody still watching? Um, I guess I'll take him up. Okay. Virgil, you take Mathis up to the Gollum room. As you get there, you notice that the wall that would be facing this circular room... It looks to be cracking a little bit, too. I mean, this thing, this whole place could just come collapsing down on us and we'd be stuck. Right. But I don't think we have enough time to just, like, leave. I'm still going to leave Mathis in this room and go back down. (coughs) Sylvian Humility, you do see that that tendril that was poking through the cracks, it has, it is, it looks like it's trying to make this hole and these cracks bigger as it kind of like whips around in the empty space between this ethereal barrier and the wall that it is trying to push through but the cracks are growing larger freeze the water okay i freeze the water sylvie you rush through the door that is opposite of the door that you guys had originally come through and find yourself in a hallway that forks in two different directions one going left one going right the left one clearly leads to that strange machination that humility had seen and then the right one curves around to take you to the spiral staircase in the other room it's not nece- it's it's a spiral staircase but it like clings to the wall which is so it's got a wider spiral you go along this hallway reaching the landing of this curving staircase you see that the window is one-sided so there's a giant mirror on this side that reflects everything that is happening in this room and looking down about nine meters down you see that the water is already rising fairly quickly from this dripping um coming through the cracks you notice that the room is exceptionally hot and humid like a sauna due to the superheated water that is flowing out of this crack is the water even gonna freeze then uh it's it's magic so it may freeze for a little bit okay well i'll freeze it for now at least um how are you gonna freeze it I guess with just, like, an ice ray. Um, Mark your AP and go ahead and roll damage for me. There's a reason for it, I just... Okay. Seven. Your ice ray creates this um, um, barrier, kind of, as it reaches into the cracks and tries to freeze. The tendril is not frozen. It's still on the other side of the wall and still frozen in the wall, so it's, like, whipping around, but it's no longer um, climbing out. Um, You do see that the ice does begin to crack a little bit with the force of whatever is pushing through this wall. This is Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Now what? I don't really know what to do about this thing. I don't know <clears throat> what we can do. I feel like my initial gut feeling is to get up and evacuate the city, but there are so many people here. Yeah. Right we should have just asked Mathis what it is. Oh, yeah. Good call. Yeah. I'm going to go up there and ask him what the hell it is. 
Um, can I just like retcon and just say like that I didn't bring him back up and we just stood there for a little bit and then we're in there and I'm asking him. Sure. That sounds good. So I'm just going to ask Mathis what the hell these things are. The thing in the center, we, we weren't even, we weren't even messing with it, but it, it's been theorized that, well, that's what caused the eruption that ended the world, that, that mass and, and that barrier, but we can't. We don't know for sure because we can't touch it. We, we've never been able to to reach it or really even reach or really even touch the ethereal barrier. The, these corpses and he motions around the room. They're of the scientists who all tried to channel the energy of the barrier protecting us from whatever's within that cage. But, well... Right around the time the tremors started, we noticed that the barrier was weakening, and it had weakened about ten days prior as well. How do we stop this thing? S- stop what thing? Cthulhu. <laughs> we're not here for for the heart. We're here. We're here to help save everyone. We weren't. We weren't even messing with with the heart. Sylvie, steam releases from the from the wall where your ice was holding it back and your ice melts and as it does another tendril a second tendril pushes through widening the hole is it coming out of the earth or is it coming out of the glass thing it's coming out of the earth but it it looks like it's trying to reach for the barrier i don't want to call it glass because it's not glass it's just aether oh okay the okay the barrier honestly it's not the water i'm worried about what if is there a way we could patch up the earth? I guess it would just keep coming, though, wouldn't it? Can I throw an earth ray at where it's coming from? Like, like where it's cracking through. Can I, like, is it possible to patch up the earth that it's it's bursting through? That is an interesting question. I'm going to say yes, definitely. That's a, that's a great use of ray. You patch up a lot of the... Um, like reaching cracks. So Virgil, you see that the crack that was forming in your room is patched up a little sloppily. Admittedly, it doesn't it doesn't match the rest of the stonework, but it is patched. Um, and then Sylvia, you're able to patch up a, mo- a few more of the other ones. Um, but whatever is on the other side of this of this thing, it is continually forcing its way through. You're only slowing it down. Is the machine? Like active, it was inert, from what humility could tell. Death meteor. That sounds like a bad plan. Sounds like a big bad plan. What it, do we think this thing is like? That big blob thing that we fought before, the the fire thing, the thing that was weak to fire. It was a it was a a swarm of zombies essentially. Yeah, this is new. Help, friends! <laughs> I don't think I can slow it down much longer. I don't know. I think we're just gonna have to fight it once it comes through. Oh God! I could, I could put like a giant death wall in front of it, but I don't know if that's a good idea. It's a great idea. Right now, you three are all in separate rooms. Wait, what? You, all, all three of you are in separate rooms because Dylan, you're in the Gollum room. Humility's in the. <laughs> oh room no, of- we retconned it that I, I didn't um, bring him up there. Oh, oh, you didn't see that crack. 
Sorry, I thought you retconned that you didn't come back from the golem room. Okay, got it. So then Humility and Virgil, you guys are in that main room looking through the glass. Sylvie, you are in this other room. Okay, they can see me though, right? They can see you, you can't see them. Okay. Uh, So we're going to fight it? Is that the plan? That's the plan. Um, Basically, yeah. Okay, that sounds that sounds great. Okay, let's do it. Or you can turn on the machine and no. use it. No, that sounds like a worse plan. All right, tell me what you guys do. This thing is still just trying to break through the wall. More and more tendrils are like poking through, but only two are fully out so far. I don't think we can do anything except wait for it to come through. I mean, I guess we could do some damage to it while we have the chance. Yeah, that is fair. I don't know. I just... I feel like we should go evacuate everybody. It's going to take us an hour to get upstairs. Probably longer because we're going upstairs. And that's just like until we can even start telling people. Right. And then we'd still have to, you know, evacuate everything, which would incite a scurry. And it's going to start like falling apart like pretty soon, I think. Yeah. Heckins. Sylvia's in the barrier room. Humility and Virgil are in the observatory with Mathis. Oh, yuck. Okay. I mean, I don't see what the purpose would be to go to the machine room. You said it's inert. It's not It seems like right the now. machine is inert. And it doesn't look like there's anything other than the machine and maybe a desk behind the machine. The, it's hard to see between its legs. The activation center. No, I'm just kidding. That's not our most immediate threat. Unless it's trying to activate it. Uh, which I guess is possible. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I literally have no idea what to do. We can do some damage to this thing before it comes out, or we can just wait for it to come out and then we can fight it. Leaving's gonna take too much time. Yeah, I I I agree with you. I think we need to fight yeah. it. We don't want to do that, but I think okay, I agree. So then, where is Mathis, and where are you guys? We're by like where the the staircase from the golem room leads into the observatory. So you guys are not in the same room as Sylvie? No. Um, I, I would want to move to the same room. If we're prepping to fight it, I would want to move over there. I'll bring Mathis with me. I don't think that's a good plan. He has no hands. <laughs> and two, like, <laughs> blown out kneecaps. I'm just going to keep sapping AP from him as we go. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> I hear you have a lot of AP. I need more. Thanks. Gross. Yeah, pretty gross. Um, So I am going to see if I can find kind of like a perched area where I can set up like my rifle and like be ready to. There's a landing at the top of these stairs, which is like right outside the doorway. Um, And it's like a flat landing with a railing. So you could you could perch and wait. Um, And then the stairway does lead around down to um, the base. And you guys are currently nine meters off the ground. Um, As you guys are getting in position, more and more of these tendrils are beginning to poke through until there are a total of six. And then you can see the water stops dripping through as these gnashing teeth start digging at the wall. And you see that it's not just like one pair of teeth. It's almost like a shark's jaws with rows and rows and rows of teeth leading into some kind of massive circular hole, which is probably its throat. Um, And these tendrils are pushing the wall, pushing this hole until more and more debris falls into the water, splashing down around this cylindrical barrier. And then with one final push, this thing breaks through the wall. Um, 
and slithers out. It is a giant black worm with six tendrils around its face. And these all begin to whip around and slash at the the ethereal barrier protecting the heart, or caging the heart, rather. Uh, can we shoot Abs- at it? Absolutely. Okay, I was like, are we waiting for something, or can I just... So I'm just gonna shoot it. Okay, roll an attack. Uh, 22 to hit. Um, reflex? Uh, yeah. Yes, you hit. Uh, 27 damage. Your bullet seems to glance off. You You see that it does deal some damage, but this thing's armor is thick. With two C's. You do have another <laughs> action, correct? I do. It does. You did catch this thing's attention, but you can take your other action. In the face, then. In its mouth. In its mouth. All right, sounds good. Its armor is probably weaker in its mouth, right? Probably. I rationalize. Uh, 29 to hit. You hit. Uh, 31 damage. In its mouth. With that, um, you see that the bullet does get in there, but it's... You hit you hit its teeth, um, so you still deal damage, but it the bullet just deflects off again. And with that, this creature whips around. Um, it doesn't appear to have any eyes, and as you notice that, one of its tendrils whips out and reaches over to you all the way across this room, and it is going to try to perform its thrashing grapple attack. Um, it does attempt to grapple you, so you'll need to roll acrobatics or athletics to avoid being grappled. Uh, 21. Holy shit. All right, it got a 17, so it missed. It does smack the landing, and you see that the landing um, begins to crack as well. As you look down to notice this, another one of its tendrils reaches out to try to grab you. My rolls are not doing great today. Uh, 23 for that one. Yeah, I got another 17. So both of its actions were a miss. Who's next? Death Meteor. You have form shaping. I do. I'm going to throw Death Meteor at it. But what if it's dead already? We got to stop assuming everything's dead. Okay, that's true. (laughs) And and like I can stop it. And it's like we've done a little damage to it. But you know. Okay, Death Meteor. Death Meteor. Do I need to roll for the for how wide it is first? Yep, you'll still need to roll for how wide it is. There are two sixes in there. Jeez, I've been rolling <laughs> yes. ones, guys. This is miserable. The widest. Yes, I it's... love it. Oh, God, there's another one. Fuck. Yes. I think it's going to be wide enough. I think you got the whole room. Well, wait, wait, wait. I want to I I, know. He wants to know. I want to know. Just don't hit the All heart. Right, fine. I mean, if it if it's not going to matter, if there's not anything else around, then no, I'm not going to calculate. Cool. Yeah, you got you. Your meteor will encompass the whole room. Okay. Uh, thirteen. You hit its reflex, and because you have form shaping, I'm assuming you are not attacking the three of you or Mathis. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not attacking Mathis. Either. What about the cage? No, I'm going to leave the heart alone. Okay, sounds good. Eleven damage. Each do I re-roll that or is that consistent at the beginning of each round? Essentially, okay. Okay, sounds good. It's a, it's eleven this time. Okay, the uh, meteors come crashing down and seem to weigh down on this worm as it slams into it, but it otherwise seems fairly unaffected. Besides, you know, the fact that there are death meteors crashing into it. <laughs> no biggie. And then for my second action, I'm gonna cast Twister, Death oh Twister, God. on it too. First, I got to figure out how wide it is. 11 meters wide. 
Great. I'm assuming this is not encompassing you guys or Mathis or the heart again. Yep. 25 rounds. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is... Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I think I'm... I think I kind of want to actually pull it away from the heart. Nice. Okay. So, I kind of want to plant the center of this twister closer to the wall that it broke out of so that it's not just being able to stay right on top of the heart because no, I, like I imagine that. that's what it wants. Um, that would be... Nine death damage. Okay. I also did another D6 of fire damage because as you cast Twister, the boiling water that is streaming out of this hole and on the ground starts to whip around as well. At the start of (laughs) the triggering action of this worm, it it gets sucked into the center of this Twister encompassed in this boiling water. And you can still see it because like this this thing is a colossal sized creature and so four meters away you see a tendril whip out and attempt to grab you virgil you need to roll an acrobatics or an athletics to escape this grapple i have neither but i have advantage in both okay (laughs) so what's your might that would be eight so i have a plus three i guess to to athletics Mm -hmm. plus plus the I'd I'd get six, basically. That's going to be better than the acrobatics. Okay. Uh, It rolled a 10, 14, 19 grapple. Hmm. Yeah. And it grabs you. Um, Humility and Sylvie, you see as this black tendril whips out and grips onto Virgil. Virgil, you take eight bludgeoning damage as it tries to crush you. And then it begins to pull you into, well into the uh twister you just created which fortunately you don't take death damage from it however you do take five fire damage from the boiling water and then as its second action it's gonna try to swallow you buddy no buddy no (laughs) it's it's got death meteors and death twisters on it like i i guess i kind of deserve this attention 9 10 13 versus your fortitude i don't think that does it Nope. Okay. So here's what happens. You are swallowed whole. Virgil, you <sighs> your whole dwarven body just gets placed into this thing's mouth. And as it tries to munch down on you, you slip down its gullet. Uh. You find yourself now in this pool of corrupted acid. But right now, your fortitude is strong enough to be just fine. And as you're inside of it, you also notice that its innards are pretty soft. A lot softer than its armor or its teeth, at least. Um, That is the end of Mm. its turn, and that brings us to Sylvie. Hmm. Um, well, I'm nowhere near as epic. Um. (laughs) I have no weapons. (laughs) Let's cast a meteor inside of it. <laughs> I think I, I might. Wait, does that get rid of the other one? It would get rid of the other meteor, yes. Wait, does that does that armor on the outside actually defend it from the meteors? Like, would it matter if that were inside or outside? Because I thought they were kind of like, like, not ethereal as in like etheria, but ethereal as in like, you know, physically translucent it's a ethereal when it is when you have like a form casting or form shaping or whatever or if you have phase um as for its armor it is pretty thick 
So it still kind of defends it a little bit from the meteors and stuff from the outside? Um, we're going to remove the kind of and a little bit and say yes, it defends it. Fuck. So is it resistant to aether? Or not resistant, like... Alright, yeah, well, I, I know what I'm doing next time. Damn, that's like basically all I am. Is this the person who has the... Is Sylvie the one that has the transmogrecog? Uh, yes, you have the transmogrecog. I pull out my transmogrecog. Which you remember, oh, no, which I, I do love. <laughs> Why? Oh no, I don't like that you're laughing. No, I just love <laughs> that you remembered it. That's great, I forgot. Anyway, you whip out your transmogrecog. Yeah. What do I want it to turn into? I have it turn into a baby worm. No, I'm just kidding. A baby worm. And and then the big worm gets a soft heart and then takes the Trianmogrecog home and everyone's saved. And they all live happily ever after. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if this thing's going to do shit. I'm not going to whip out my Transmogrecog. You put like... your Transmogrecog away. <laughs> <laughs> Is this thing's mouth open? Her clothes. Uh, it is. Uh, you ever seen Tremors or Dune or anything no. with a giant fucking worm that has just like a spinning drill-like mouth? That's, that's basically what it yeah. is. The sandworms in um, Star Wars on the oh, asteroid. There you go. Yeah, that dude. Or yeah, I yeah. There's of... some. In, there's some in uh, Guild Wars. Oh, you ever seen Guild Wars? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen Guild Wars. Um, I played that. So, like, kind of, yeah, all the time, almost. Can I throw a fire ray in its mouth? Sure. I got a 12. What does ray target? Is it Will? It is Will. It misses. Fuck. I do it again. All right. 15? It also misses. Barely. Fuck. Damn, I need to get some... You got up those ranks, man. Shit. Yeah, I am. I, I did. That's like, that's three ranks. I was just rolling really shitty. Dude, me too. Yeah. No, I have three ranks of it. I'm just rolling shitty. Each roll I've made has had a one in it. It's been great. Dylan and Brittany over there rolling fucking sixes. Sorry. Yeah, true. Just you wait. I told you I roll sixes when I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of your turn. It is, it is going to move away from the center of the twister and get closer to you guys. Um, what's its movement? Oh, yeah, yeah. It gets over to the landing you're on and its head, like when it's when it's reeled upright, its head is level with the landing that you are on and its tendrils whip out in a sweeping motion to try to push both of you off the landing. And boy, did I roll another one. All right. So that's going to be an 11 versus reflex to target both of you. Yeah, you already got me. <laughs> Brittany? Uh, no. No. All right. How is your reflex so good? I'm made of rubber bands. <laughs> Humility, you jump out of the way. Um, and then Sylvie, you take nine slashing damage. And I need you to roll an endurance or an acrobatics check. We're going with endurance. Sounds good. You got to beat an 11. Oh my God. I got 12. Oh, nice. Plus one to endurance. <laughs> Thank God. Um, you, you reach out. As you start to fall, and even though the railing has started to crumble, you manage to grab onto the landing itself, and you're holding on tight, that, and that's saving you from falling into the ever-rising boiling water beneath you. Not today, worm. That's right. Um, it did move and attack, which means it's top of the order. Dylan, go ahead and do your twister and meteor damage. 18. And then... 7. Ah! Just throwing my dice. 
And then, um, should I go, or does anyone else need to go? Um, I think do you should it, go my first. Man. Really quick before you do, did you bring Mathis into this room with you? Yes. Oh, God. Oh, no. I did. I did. I told you that was a bad idea. <laughs> but um, I said it wasn't attacking him. Oh, no, no, no. But the worm lashed out with a sweeping attack that targeted everybody on the landing. So Mathis got thrown back into the hallway, and you can't really tell if he's dead or unconscious, but there he is. All right, sorry. Now you can go, Virgil. Knew we should have healed that motherfucker. I suppose. I'm going to cast Meteor from inside. Death Meteor, to be exact. Okay. (laughs) Do I need to, like... So if it's rank D6 meters wide, like how big is the area inside that I'm in? Um, it is a colossal creature. So you have like essentially a, a two meter wide hallway that you can walk through. Okay. So if I roll my rank D6 meters wide, I have three rank. It's going to be three meters wide. Like if, if, if I get all ones, do I need to roll? No. No. Okay. But Duration. I do want to ask, is this your best use of meteor? Like inside, uh, essentially a two meter wide, two meter tall, basically hallway. It does the most damage and it'll keep like hitting for multiple rounds. It is your call. I I mean, like it's gonna, it's gonna damage it, right? Like, I don't understand. Because if I do like Ray or Cone, like it's gonna do mediocre damage and it's not gonna last as long. And I don't have anything, like, sharp to pierce it with. You're using a lot of aether. What? You're using a lot of aether. Go for it. You know you know how much I have left? I don't. Just just guess. I don't know. You ran out of aether last chapter. I got, <laughs> I, I got 42 now. Oh, damn. Okay, yeah, you're fine. All right, so we're going to see how long this lasts. It lasts uh, 13 rounds. Okay. And then, so 18 versus its reflex. My defenses are um, pretty much par with Maddie's attacks. So, <laughs> because that's where I expect you guys to be most of the time, <laughs> which is why Maddie's having a hard time hitting and nobody else is. What do you, what do you mean? So, like, I, I, I set and my I'm defenses. Inside of it. <laughs> yeah, and you're inside of it. But I set my defenses to kind of be on par with what I would expect your guys' skill level to be at. And instead, Brittany and Dylan have just, like, upped their skills like fucking crazy. <laughs> it's not your alone. fault, Maddie. And I just Go need to roll. Roll that, roll that good, good damage. Um, that would be eleven death damage. All right. What else are you gonna do? I kind of want to leave the twister where it's at. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll just do like a death. Can I see his like tonsil from here? His tonsil. I don't know. You're in his belly. Sorry, not his tonsil. Uvula. Uh, you're in his belly. You got swallowed pretty deep oh, in there. Oh, I went all the way. Yeah, okay. you went down his gullet and into his belly. So that's why you're able to like walk around on flat surface instead of an incline. Okay. So he's got spicy meatballs in his stomach now. Yep, yep. He sure does. Do I see any particularly vulnerable anatomy? Other than his stomach lining? No, not really. And you got like meteors crashing in there. I feel like maybe I should start trying to climb out. Yeah, if you want to... What's your athletics again? You said you have advantage on athletics? I have I have no ranks in it, but I have an advantage in athletics as well as a three in might. So you could, you could potentially start climbing. I'm going to try to start climbing out, I think. Okay. Um, as you do, you do notice that it doesn't look like um, the meteor's doing much 
internally other than like upsetting that corrupted acid that you're standing in. And then you feel some like muscle spasms in his little tummy tum tum. Oh God, Rumbly no. in his tumbly. Oh no. Oh no. Humility and Sylvie, you see this creature's tendrils pull away from its mouth and then its gaping mouth points directly at you as it vomits in your direction. No! Oh, I hate that. You hate that, huh? Yeah, I do. Um, 13. 15 versus fortitude for oh, fuck yeah. all three of you. Oh, yeah. Yup. That does not hit me. Yeah, I know it doesn't hit you. Jesus. All right. <laughs> Virgil, you come spewing out of this thing's mouth covered in this corrupt acid that you are not affected by because your fortitude is so good, dude. That dwarven fortitude is nuts. Meanwhile, the rest of its stomach acid, along with a few leftover meteors that don't affect you guys at all, come tumbling out of its mouth too, running running into Sylvie and Humility. Sylvie and Humility, you two take... Again, I rolled a one. Eleven corruption damage. That means that affects both your HP and your AP. So I also take 11 AP? Like yep, damage? you lose 11 AP. So you're saying the meteors aren't hurting it from the inside? It did not appear like it was doing much besides upsetting <sighs> his tummy tum tum. Hey, hey friends. Um, That's so annoying. I have 7 HP left. Hey, don't you heal? Isn't that you? Nope. I can cast... I can cast... Um, uh, life meteor on us all, if we want. I mean, maybe meteor is not necessary. No, meteor is necessary for everything. It is a multi-tool. <laughs> I mean, okay. It'll keep us alive. Unfortunately, it is either... Um, that's a round action, so it's done with its round action. Um, which means Your it is thing either... thing is a round action? Yeah, dude, it threw up... <laughs> it's a round <laughs> it... <laughs> Yeah, it's either humility or Sylvie's turn. I mean, if you think it's I not, I can just go ahead and do something else. I can just take another action as the worm if you prefer. What's, no, your, what's your question, Virgil? If I cast Meteor and then I cast Meteor again, does it get rid of the first I one? thought we decided that it did. Okay. Because you, because I, I think I, I recall trying to cast multiple Meteors and we were just like, well, but but no. Am I, am I incorrect in that decision? No, you're right. I just wanted to make sure. So, all right. Who's, who's going next? Can I go? Yeah, you go. I'm going to chug a potion of greater healing. Nice. How much does that give me? Potion of greater healing, 2d6 plus build modifier HP. I got 11 HP back. Nice. What's your other action, Sylvie? I'm going to throw myself into the river. No, I'm just kidding. You Um, are clinging to the edge still, just so you know. Oh, hey. (laughs) I'm going to pull myself up. Oh, boy. Okay. I think that's the end of Wait, your... Wait, can, can I nod, though? Can no, I not pull no, myself up? Well, it's better than... Okay, I was like, it's better than hanging there. Go ahead and roll your athletics or acrobatics to make that happen. Fifteen. Perfect. You, um... You climb up there, and you're good. You have the rest of your move, but otherwise, that is the end of your turn. Hey, friends. Sorry I'm sucking this time. <laughs> um, I'm gonna back up some... Back toward, like, the hallway where Mathis is, um body is yeah yeah but like where i could still hit it if i threw a crossbow at it you can still hit it it's a big boy okay all right yeah i back up okay 
this worm creature turns back to the ethereal cage and as it gets pulled back um, toward the twister, it slashes at the cage a little bit more. That puts the turn on humility. Yeah, so let me be clear. Shooting it doesn't really do anything. Magic doesn't do anything. (laughs) Is that accurate? No. I thought you said that my bullet glanced off its armor. Yep, sure did. And off its teeth. Okay. Okay. Does it have any soft, squishy spots? Aside from its mouth? The tendrils. Okay, well, then I'm going to shoot one of its tendrils. Okay. 20 plus. Uh, yeah, you hit. If it's over 20, you hit. I'm just going to tell you that, no matter what the defense is. Uh, 21 damage. 21. Finally, we got above 10 damage being dealt. All right. Yeah, that that hurt it pretty good. What else are you doing? Also, have you been reloading this thing? Uh, I reload as a free action, so yes. That's right. That's right. I have. (laughs) Man, I made that gun specifically knowing it would deal a whole lot of damage and that you had to reload it as an action, and then it doesn't matter anymore because of the build of that character. (laughs) (laughs) Humility uh, does not fuck around. (laughs) Which is fair. Like That's how the game is meant to be played, but damn. (laughs) Another 20 plus. Yep. Well, if it's uh, critical, I got a six. <laughs> oh, it's not. I know. It's not critical. I know. Okay. <laughs> Just, it was a joke. It's it's looking fine. Like, it's uh, it's tendrils a little unhappy, but otherwise it's fine. Uh, 28 damage. Jeez. Still not critical. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't All think right. it would be. Pissed off again, this thing is going to reach out with his tendrils to try to grab humility. 24. 27. Fuck me. All right. Now it's pissed. And I'm pissed. And it just is going to come down. It's going to come down and take a nice big bite. Oh, it's going to use yeah, its swallow action on you. 14 versus fortitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Don't worry. I rolled another one. That is going to be. Oh, dang it. I forgot to add that plus five for the grapple. I probably grabbed you. Oh, well. Doesn't matter anymore. Oh, yeah. It's just straight up. Nine corruption and piercing damage. And then you're swallowed. And so now you're inside oh. of it. I am? You are. It oh. swallows you. Oh, that's right. I see. And there are death meteors crashing down all around the inside of it. <laughs> uh, I'm bloodied. I just want everybody to know. And I have, and I have no more aether. Yikes. Uh, it is top of the order. So who's going to go first? Oh. I'm going to just, uh, I don't know. Can I shoot its insides? I'm going to shoot its yes. inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good plan. I did roll two sixes, so I don't know if, it's, Wait. if it was critical yet, but... It is not critical. Okay. You said it's top? What? Yeah, it's top of the order. Britt wants to it's... shoot the inside of it. Oh. Okay. Oh, go ahead and roll your twister stuff, though, and I'll... Uh, and the death stuff, and I'll roll the fire damage. Um, uh, it's 1d6. Also, don't forget you can move that twister. You, di- you didn't forget. Never mind. I forgot. <laughs> Eight. All right. And then is it is it still like pulling it away from the Yes, the yes heart? it is. So it's it's pulled back toward the twister, but it's only one meter each time, isn't it? Yeah. Do you need me to do the, the meteor? Go for it. But I mean if it's not damaging it, why bother? I said it doesn't have much effect. It does half probably. Oh, okay. Uh twenty. Alright. Humility, did you hit both times? I did. I did just roll twice. Go ahead and give me that damage. Yeah. Did you roll any sixes on your second attack? I I didn't. Okay, I just wanted to know, just in case you do get a critical with this first attack. Okay, so total for both shots, 
uh-huh. on the inside of its tummy, I did 47 damage. Hot dog. Total between two, though, which is like average. Yeah. All right. It is now critical. It's all, it's all, it's, it's Tummy's, Tummy's all pissy pants again. So it's going to go ahead and vomit Virgil and Sylvie. How far did you back up? You're like in the hallway, right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, like it misses you. It, it, you're out oh, of range. Good, thank God. Yeah. Good. You are out of range of the <laughs> vomit. So, um, anyway, this is versus fortitude of both Virgil and humility. Yikes. And that roll sucked. That was a six versus fortitude. Hit. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. (laughs) Did it hit you? Yes. Humility? It did? What? I haven't been able to sleep, so I haven't been able to level anything up. So, yes, it hit. Okay. How much HP do you you have, Britt? 20. Oh, fuck. I have 51. And you have 26. Something left. 26 damage. 26 left. Oh, no. I'm just going to send this picture so you know I'm not full of shit. I, uh, I don't, I believe you. I don't. Okay. Do you, oh. wait, do we have the soul splitters? No, that's the other group. Okay. It could have been worse. That's two ones. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I don't Get understand. fucked. <laughs> So the first, the picture I just sent you guys was a roll of three sixes that I rolled. Oh, thanks. I hate Rip. that. So you were saving it for when we were bloodied. I guess. Okay. So that's 24 corruption damage. Are you alive? I'm alive. Wait. Hang on. Yes, I have one hit point left. <laughs> and I have to deal a critical wound. No! I was thinking torso. Is that fine? whatever i'm gonna die so it's fine well but the critical wound sticks with you like this has to be tested and if this isn't happening no i'm like not not upset i'm i (laughs) i'm not upset about um the uh the dying so that we can test it like that's totally fine i get it i'm upset about the fact that i'm gonna lose uh 6500 experience oh because i lose all of it that we just used (laughs) and that we just got oh shit you don't take any damage okay because <laughs> i rolled a one on torso because i felt like torso made sense yeah yeah when knocked the target can no longer take reactions free actions or bonus actions <gasps> no <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> Okay. You're, you're going to get slowed down. That's all right. So but there's no damage. Um, no damage is going to require a heal check of four to heal that wound. That is the end of this monster's turn, which means it's either Sylvie or Virgil's turn. I'm on it. I'm going to go healer. Okay. Wait, and, it, and that requires a, a heal check, not a heal just check. Like, and that all it does is heal the dista- the uh, critical wound. It does not actually heal any HP. Okay. Oh, it. okay. So it doesn't matter if I like go over four. If you go over four, I it mean, has to you be can exactly still... four. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, I have two ranks and heal, and like a plus five and reason. So at minimum, it's going to be a seven. Cool. All right. I'm going to walk over to humility. And bada bing, bada boom, minimum roll of seven. He's just You're he's healed. just gonna pat me on the back real hard and I'm just gonna suddenly know how to breathe again. He's like, catch your breath. 
Get your head back in the game. You're right. What else are you doing, Virgil? You were right next to her because you lo- you landed on her when you were vomited on her. Or she, oh, she landed okay, on so you. I didn't have to move. Yeah, you didn't have to move. Okay. What's your health at? One. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. You know what? Fuck it. I am just going to do a, a live meteor. And it and because of form shaping, it's only going to affect us. Wouldn't matter anyway. What? <laughs> Dude. Hmm. Is it undead? No, it's, it's not, not undead. undead. It's a, it's it not undead. a construct. No, it's not a construct. It's a tainted, it's a tainted worm. Worm. So I don't understand. Like what? Like life and death don't impact it at all? Tainted like it's creatures? Just, it's, no, I don't think it's so. It's resistant? Oh, Fuck. well, life okay. doesn't affect it at all. So even if you tried to heal it, it wouldn't get healed. But then at the same time, if you try to damage it with life, nothing would happen either. So death, is it like? Does it take like only half damage from death stuff then? Is that the deal? Um, the reason it's taking damage is because there's an impact, but the death isn't dealing anything to it. Would it be taking the same if I had just done um, Etheria yes. Meteor? Yes. Actually, it probably would be dealing more damage. Fuck. Okay. Oh, well. All right. Well, I'm still going to cast Life Meteor um, on us. Do it. So let's see. Um, rank D six meters one. Question: Are you uh, are you affecting the the heart and Mathis again? Should I include Mathis? You should probably include. Mathis. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fine, I'll include Mathis. I don't know about the heart though. I just don't understand it enough. Is it? It hasn't attacked that. Like this creature has not attacked the heart in a while, right? Uh, it attacked it last round. It just oh, it also okay. happened to eat uh, humility and then vomit her up. Do I include it, guys? Like, is this something mm-hmm. to protect, or is this? I maybe I mean, would. I don't know. I guess. I guess probably just because it seems like this thing is trying to break that open. Yeah, I'm gonna include it. That's a good idea. Okay. All right. So it is nine meters wide. You encompass almost the whole room. Almost, not quite, but almost. It's going to last for seventeen rounds. Thirteen. Health damage, life damage, health. Yeah. Live, damn it. Live. Live. Is it 13? <laughs> Live. Smack you Live. in the Yeah, 13. That includes you, Sylvie. Oh, hell yeah. Love it. Want some more of it. Also, don't forget, you have an AP um, hoarder unconscious over there. Oh, my God. Shit. Yeah, I, I should totally go. I need to go sap some more AP from him. Do it. It is the end of your turn, unfortunately. So that meteor um, ended up crashing into the containment barrier. It did not penetrate into the heart, but as the meteors crashed into the barrier, it looked like the barrier strengthened a little bit. And then arcing aether basically reached out and struck the walls around you guys. It missed you, and for the most part, it ended up dissipating into the stone. But as it crashed into the worm who is covered in boiling hot water thanks to this crazy twister that's all around it the ethereal lightning ended up dealing some damage to it but i roll like shit so it only took four damage uh can you want me to roll the damage yeah, would you like to roll 2d6 you can roll 2d6 i'll roll 2d6 <laughs> that's a 10 <laughs> <laughs> nice and that caused the worm to crash into the um ethereal barrier again and so it just starts chomping on that some more weakening the barrier once again before you go sylvie the three of you do look up at this 
ethereal facade and it looks like there are cracks forming in its fragile thin veil uh yikes sylvie go do your thing fuck it up or whatever i'm gonna try i'm gonna pull out my crossbow and aim for a tendril nice that's a six did you know it's critical yes heck yeah is that a face injury or what is that? Actually, that's a good point. We'll make it a face injury. I was going to go for an arm, but we're going to go with the head, the noggin. Okay. Um, I got 21 to hit. Yeah. You hit its reflex. Uh, it's 12 damage. 12 damage on the tendril. That is going to be that plus the worm takes two damage at the beginning of each of its turns. Until the encounter ends, then one d six each hour. I like I like that because that means that it's going to take it at the at each turn that it acts. Nice. What else do you do, Sylvie? I'm gonna do it again. Nice. That's two sixes to hit. Whoa. Where was that when I needed it? Twenty three. To hit. Yeet. Yeah, you hit it. Um, I rolled another five for an arm wound. The uh, the tendril goes limp as this arrow penetrates it. That one was only eight damage. Only eight. Um, let's see. What does this guy want to do now? It's going to expand. Um, this is a special attack oh. that it has. The rest what? of its body leaves the hole and it fills the whole chamber. As it does, oh, no. water begins to fill uh, even faster. And now it's, it's raising it about uh, a meter every two rounds. Um, and it was already a meter high. So you guys have a little bit of time. With that, it uses its body to crush everything around it. So it is going to try to attack you guys by pushing you up against the wall, basically, while also pushing up against the barrier. Mm. Good news. This is versus reflex. And is I this, still... wait, 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 wait. Is this top of the round or is it after this? After this is top of the round. Okay. So it dealt, or it's um, 11 versus reflex. No, I have 10. Oh, no. Because I'm an old dwarf. Uh, does that hit you, Sylvie? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, it doesn't. You're in, you're in the hallway. <laughs> you're just like in this little alcove outside of the room sure. as you watch this like giant black armored worm press up against the wall your allies like just barely dodging into the room as well Squished. she's like um, oh damn glad i'm not in there <laughs> well in that case <laughs> virgil you take seven bludgeoning damage mm, that's all right that's all right and the uh the barrier looks to weaken some more as more cracks form all around it it is now top of the order uh, so twister and twister damage and meteor health. Uh, yep. All right. So twister damage, eight death damage. Okay. And then meteor is eleven. Nice. You guys are probably gonna end up being fine. Um, does anyone mind if I just like go run sap a bunch of AP from a unconscious person over here? No, I don't mind. How far away is he? He's two meters away from the door. I have a four movement speed. Can I get to him? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to get to him, and then I'm going to sap his AP. Let's see. Reason-based attack against their will. He is helpless, so you hit. Okay. <laughs> um, 13 AP. 
Nice. All right. So that puts him at having lost uh, 21 AP then. And I think that's all my actions. It is. The worm no longer is expanded. It kind of coils back up and begins to attack the barrier some more. Did the barrier get healed? Oh, thank you. Yes. And go ahead and roll those 2d6. Because as, did. Uh, from the barrier? Because when the... Cause um, so so it, when the when the life meteor hit the barrier again, another lightning bolt arcs out and cracks against the um, the dude. You already rolled that damage. Oh, that those two d six, not the eleven that it healed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Four. Four damage. Yep. Bummer. <laughs> Bummer. All right. Um. Neat. Maybe you should have this time, but that's okay. Oh well. <laughs> um, but it's it continues to crash against it. The cracks looked to heal a little bit, but then with each barrage from the uh, from the worm, the cracks illuminated, and for a moment it looked like some black was seeping through between the white. Ooh, scary! Scary indeed. You guys need to get this thing done. Virgil just went. We've got humility and Sylvie next. I'm going to shoot it. The the tendrils. You know. The tendrils. Those good, good tendrils. You said if I roll over 10? Versus reflex, yes. If if it's attacking, if it's targeting reflex, which I believe it is, then yes. Uh, 27 damage. Damage? Yes. Against the tendril, yes. Okay. Um, You fire this shot at a fresh tendril as it slams against the barrier some more. And... It goes straight through, essentially chopping this tendril off. And then, in a moment's reaction, the worm tries to look back at you as the bullet travels into its innards, bounces off its teeth a little bit, and rips its insides apart. Yes! And with that, its entire body falls limp. A quick rush of water splashes up, just just touching the top of the landing that you guys are standing on. Nothing that's like risky. And as its body crashes into the barrier, another crack forms. Oh no. Oh no. No, no. I don't oh. like that. But, but they're just cracks, only cracks in the glass. It does not look like this thing will be able to get out with the damage that has been done to it by this worm. Um, with each subsiding meteor that crashes into it, the cracks don't necessarily heal, but they are sealed in this white light, like some kind of miracle is occurring. But the water is not slowing down, and the hole is large enough to fit a colossal worm, which essentially means it is um, it is a five meter by five meter hole, and water is still rushing out of it. The tremors and earthquakes have subsided, but the wall or the uh the room you guys are in looks pretty well damaged as more and more cracks are beginning to form and you notice a darker crack on the opposite side of the room from the landing where the golem memorial hall is and you can see a little bit of rubble and then bone crumbling out of that crack into the water below what do you guys do so we need to close up this hole and then bail is what i'm uh Gathering? I don't think we can close the hole. Yeah, he was basically saying that nothing could close the hole. So, I mean, and the machine seems inert. For now. And the thing, 
The heart seems contained. I was waiting for you to say for now again. For now. I was also waiting for now. <laughs> um, I think we grab Mathis and skedaddle. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Okay. Sounds good to me. All right. You guys scoop him up. He is unconscious, but you do feel a pulse. Somehow, fortunately, he has lived through this encounter. You rush through the hallways back over to the observatory. And as you're rushing through anyone other than Virgil, because he doesn't have perception, roll a perception check with disadvantage. I still want to know who he was talking to. I think we need to ask him that. I got nine with disadvantage. That's with it. I got 11. Okay. Sylvie, you don't, you don't notice anything out of the ordinary. You just start running past. Um, You do notice that the water level is rising pretty quickly. Um, It's up to the landing, which means it is licking the glass, which means it will only be a matter of seconds before it breaches the, um, the crack in the wall where the golem room is. Humility, that's when you notice something different that was not in, well, that was not there before. You take a quick last glance at the machination that you know will one day doom Grand Cathedral. And in a wall where there had only once been a wall, there is now a door. Just a regular door, wooden, doesn't look like it, uh, it belongs at all. Do we go for it? Should we should we do that? Uh maybe? I don't know. It feels like a bad idea. Do I have time to get to the door? I don't know where the door goes. Uh, you guys have time to pick one or the other. But you can see as the water rises higher and higher, the glass that separates you in the observatory and the room with the heart in it is weakening. You guys take Mathis, I'll go to the door. No. We're all going for the door. Well, you're about to die. I'm I'm fine now. Uh cuz I assumed that uh that meteor was also hitting me and so I gained quite a bit of HP <laughs> when it was healing when the meteor well, yes. like meteor was healing that barrier. Oh um, yeah, you guys are all fine. Yeah. Uh so I'll be fine. Mathis needs to get up there and you guys need to take him there because I don't trust him, but I want to go check out that door and I don't want everybody to die if they don't have to. I mean, I do trust you to get back probably better than any of us <laughs> with your little snipper piffle. Fine. All right. I'll see you guys up there. Virgil and Sylvie, you gather up Mathis and run up the stairs. By the time you get to the golem room, water is already beginning to seep through the crack. You can feel the heat in your boots as the leather absorbs some of it. You try to get to the stairs and manage to get to the spiral staircase, but you can see that water is already rushing down the stairs of the hallway, leading to humility in the observatory. Humility, the cracks in the glass grow, and you hear the sharp cracking of them as you rush into the hallway. You close the doors behind you, and they are, they are iron, and fortunately these ones, well, you didn't kick open, so they're fine. Instead of taking the regular right to get to the heart room, you take a left heading into the room with the machination. You go down a set of spiral sta- a small spiral staircase and see the desk where more than likely Janice or Mathis or somebody had been working, but you don't have time to see that. All you have time for is the door. A regular door. Just wood. Looks like probably oak. And 
maybe, just maybe, you recognize this door as a common one, but one you hadn't seen before this week. One that you had seen in a village far away. I'm going through the door. You rush over, open the door, and you hear the glass in the room above you crack as well as water comes cascading into the room with the machination. You close the door quickly enough to avoid any of the hot, superheated water hitting you, and perhaps you expect for some of it to splash through the cracks, but it doesn't. Instead, you are greeted by cool, dusty air that has the hint of flowers, herbs, and fresh dirt. And then you hear a voice. Is it only you that decided to come through, dearie? Well, Aura was hoping we'd see all three of you. Mathis and his lot have a lot more to answer for than you know. Necroforge was created by Paul and Brittany Swenson, and they are joined in playtesting by Maddie Eby and Dylan Krischer. The Forge is edited by Brittany Swenson, with music by Darren Curtis. If you like the show, subscribe on iTunes, Anchor, or whatever your preferred podcatcher is so you'll never miss an episode. And while you're at it, please rate and review us, it really helps. Have a question? Comment? Want to host your own Necroforge campaign? Email us at necroforge at gmail.com or message us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And remember... None of this is possible without your continued listenership. So thank you, and we'll see you next time.